the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to today's edition of The Plum Line, brought to you by Reasons for Hope, training and equipping a new generation to stand boldly on the Word of God. You can find information about them at r4h.com. That's the letter R, then F-O-R-H.com. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph. On the broadcast today, I continue my visit about Christmas with Brittany Rust. Stick around for a great broadcast and reach out to me anytime to share your thoughts, comments, questions about the broadcast. If you want to share some end-of-the-year support, that would be greatly appreciated. As this is a listener-supported radio ministry, just reach out to me at this email, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Plum is P-L-U-M-B, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. You can also go to that r4h.com website, and if you do r4h.com slash theplumline, you'll find the donation page and lots more information about the plumb line there as well. Stay tuned. Life can be tough, and sometimes we all need a helping hand. That's where Integrity Counseling Group comes in. At Integrity, we're not just counselors. We're your companions on the journey of healing. We believe in restoring connections with yourself, with your loved ones, and with your faith. With three welcoming locations in Mission Valley, Carlsbad, and San Marcos, plus convenient telehealth services across California, we're right by your side, San Diego. Visit us at IntegrityCounselingGroup.com or call us anytime at 760-283-7000. 760-283-7000. When it comes to education for your student, Northwest Christian School believes that trusted truth transforms. With that in mind, they developed their fully online Christian school, NCS Online, for your kindergarten through ninth grade student. NCS Online curriculum has been developed in-house by experienced Christian educators and is infused with a biblical worldview. NCS Online provides a rigorous, affordable, customizable online education in an established Christian community and culture. Visit ncsonline.org to learn more or contact their admissions team at 602-978-5134. Open Door Financial was founded with the inspiration of using biblical wisdom to create financial plans and investment strategies that lead to financial peace and build the kingdom of God. We guide families and small business owners on how to save money, reduce taxes, get out of debt, build enough retirement income, and be more generous. We help you discover God's plan for your finances and fulfill your God-given dreams and purpose. Call Jason Bat at Open Door Financial at 619-794-7133. That's 619-794-7133 or visit opendoor-financial.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered broker-dealer and registered investment advisor. Opendoor Financial and Centaurus Financial are not affiliated entities. You're tuned into the Plum Line. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph. My guest is Brittany Rust, an author and Bible teacher. 
What I want to spend this segment doing is just a discussion of how we keep Christ at the center of our Christmas. Um, That's kind of been a a slogan or a saying for some time here, yet we we need it to be more than just a a slogan. It is very challenging Mm -hmm. to do that, especially in families that have young children, I would say, isn't it? (laughs) It is, you know, because I think just by nature, this is a holiday that targets kids, you know, with the toys and the presents and the the candy and all the things. And so you kind of grow up in this culture, you know, with that same mentality, even as an adult, you know, and I didn't grow up in a Christian home. So all I knew were the Santa Claus and the presents. And it wasn't until I became a believer that I was able to really celebrate for what it means. But now that I'm a parent trying to, you know, make it really special for my kid and being able to engage in a lot of those memories and those things that I did as a child, but also making sure to keep Christ in the center. And it's so interesting because everything, it seems like everything kind of pulls at our kids to look at Christmas the wrong way, right? To make it about the presents, to make it about Santa Claus. It's not until you become a parent that you kind of realize, man, this is a little bit harder to maybe pull my kid back this way, right? To keep. And so as, you know, as a parent, I'm just a really intentional, you know, we don't even talk about Santa Claus. We just really make it about, and certainly we do the presents, but we really make it about Christ. And we do that through like Advent and conversations and the books we read at night and our devotionals. We'll take that even farther because, you know, and obviously uh, you're maybe not as far along the parenting journey as a lot of people tuning in here. And, and I realize that some people might have some awesome suggestions. In fact, I'd be glad to take those because I can use I'll take them. The, yes, exactly. <laughs> we'll both use the help there. So you can you can drop me an email yes. and let me know some good ideas. But what has worked for you guys? You know, you brought up uh, starting even with the Advent season. What are some things that you guys have done? Yeah, I would say the primary way that we keep it focused on Christ daily is through Advent. And so every night, my son gets excited about it now. He's five years old, and we have our Advent calendar box set up on the fireplace. And every night, you know, I we read the devotional that I wrote, actually, we'll read that. It's a new version as well. And we'll just read the devotional and the passage from for that day. And then he gets to open up his little, you know, little box. But we do that. I do devotionals with my son in the evenings. And so we'll typically, we'll kind of stray away from our normal devotional. We'll read books about Jesus, about Christmas, read passages around Christmas. So bringing it back to Christ. And um, another fun thing that we do that's just kind of a fun thing is that on Christmas, we make a birthday cake for Jesus. And, you know, after dinner, we light the candle and we sing happy birthday to Jesus. And for him, that's just like for a kid, you know, that what are the what are the kind of ways that their brain can wrap around this is Jesus' birthday, it's about Christ. And for us, that's a really easy, simple way for my five-year-old to comprehend, wow, this is, this is Jesus' birthday, right? This is why we celebrate Christmas. And so we just try to find fun ways to incorporate his birthday, we read the Advent, we read books. And then, you know, I'm, I, I find myself having a lot of conversations with them, especially at five and he's coming back from school and Santa Claus and, you know, toys and just constantly having the conversation with them. You know, hey buddy, like just bringing it back to Jesus. Hey, we celebrate Christmas because, you know, it's Jesus's birthday and having those traditions that he can grow up remembering this is why we celebrate Christmas, but also just taking those 
little everyday opportunities to point it back to Christ. Mm. Yeah, and uh, it really helps to start early, too, I'm sure, because... Uh, it does. Yeah, and you're coming from a background, as you said, where it wasn't a Christian home, and so I bet you it was kind of hard to, to root out the you know the, the old nature and, and build in that Christmas is supposed to be about Christ, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, even... I mean, I still get caught up in the, the oh, I want to watch the Christmas movies and decorating the house, you know, and those great... Christmas traditions a lot of us engage in, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that if we find ourselves making all of that the priority or constantly leaning in that direction, then we're missing the heart of it. And so it's kind of this, you know, every year it's easier just as you treat, as you mature in Christ, but it's this like the world definitely pulls you in one direction and you have to come, you know, consistently remind yourself that it's not about those things as as fun and as good as they can be, but it's about Christ and constantly bringing it back, my mind back to that and making sure I bring my family back to that too. Mm, yeah. Yeah. As you were talking, I just was thinking about, yeah, watching It's a Wonderful Life is is wonderful. I, I love it, but don't get your theology from It's a Wonderful Life, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. right. And my, you know, my kid loves, I grew up on the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. That's a great, yes. like, that was a fun movie. And my kid loves that. He loves Polar Express and you know, but like just bringing it back to what this is really all about. Yeah, yeah. The neat thing is nowadays, too, there are so many really fun, enjoyable things that we can do that are part of the Christmas season and the celebration that are focused and centered on Christ. So it's not like, you know, all the fun is out there in the world and we're missing it if we're focusing yeah. on Christ. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, I want my kid to grow up thinking that or in knowing that, like, there's so much fun and beauty in in the way that we celebrate Christmas that doesn't have anything to do with Santa Claus and the presents and all those things that we can so easily make it about. But may his memories really be around going to church together on Christmas Eve and the Advent and, you know, praying together and just celebrating together. Mm, yeah, and um, the best Christmas music, without a doubt, are the Christian Christmas songs, too. So, <laughs> Oh, yes, Oh Holy Night. Even before I was a Christian, for some reason, there was just that cool, that, man, that was my favorite Christmas song. Yeah, no doubt, yeah. The secular Christmas songs just don't cut it. Let's play <laughs> a little bit of one of those right now here, so... I'll go ahead and wrap up this segment here. A great discussion about how we can keep Christ at the center of Christmas. I started off with this one, too, but it's one of those great Christmas carols, Joy to the World. And I appreciate all the authors of these great Christmas carols uh, down through the years. And so this is one of the many good ones. Of course, you can catch lots of other good ones during this Christmas season as well. And we'll have one final segment when we return. We'll talk a little bit more about Christmas from a biblical worldview. What does it mean? What's it uh, really all about? And how we can keep it what it should be all about. My guest, Brittany Rust, on the Plum Line, and I appreciate you tuning in. The email to reach me is theplumlineradio at gmail.com. I am so pleased to have Reasons for Hope as the national sponsor of The Plumb Line. The mission of both of our ministries is to proclaim the gospel and to train people to look at every topic and issue from a biblical worldview. You can discover more about their many fabulous resources and their debunked video series or request one of the R4H speakers for your event or maybe attend an equipped youth retreat or rally all at r4h.com. 
To learn about the Plum Lines partnership with Reasons for Hope, check out the blog postings at r4h.com, and you can find the Plum Lines station directory and podcast link at r4h.com slash theplumline. Be sure to leave a note saying thanks to Reasons for Hope for supporting the Plum Line. Support for The Plum Line is provided by these fine business sponsors. EPS Wealth Management of Phoenix, who serves clients in several states. Call them for a no-cost, no-obligation conversation about your financial concerns. 623-537-3657. Abundant Life Landscape, your irrigation repair specialist. Call them at 619-277-2410. And by Charles McLucas, Jr., founder and CEO of Charitable Trust Administrators, Inc. Learn about the benefits of a charitable remainder trust at ctai-ca.com. Support for The Plum Line is also provided by Simple Turn. Their online health resources teach your kids how health really works and how to avoid 90% of chronic disease. Get your family's free health course at mysimpleturn.com. If you're looking for a Bible college that, when you graduate, you will have little to no debt and receive the best Christian education, look no further. Whether you choose to go into ministry or come to simply learn the Word of God, Northeast Ohio Bible College is here. We offer classes at the college or online from the comfort and convenience of your home or use the classes for your Sunday morning or Wednesday night Bible studies. If Christian education is becoming to you, then you should be coming to us. Call today to schedule a class at 330-382-1151 or go to neobc.org. Proverbs Payments is a partner with The Plum Line in helping me to raise the funds necessary for broadcasting this gospel-proclaiming show. Proverbs Payments is a Christian credit card processing company who is kingdom-focused instead of profit-focused. To learn about how they can benefit your business or ministry, visit ProverbsPayments.com. You're tuned into The Plum Line. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph. And we do wish you a, a very Merry Christmas. Brittany Rust. She's an author and a Bible teacher from Springfield, Missouri, and talking a bit about Christmas from a biblical worldview. And we've also brought in a little bit the fact that Jesus came as a baby, but the next go-around, when he comes again, not going to be as a baby, and it is going to be as the quote-unquote ruler sort. And so I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about that reality, that there's another coming coming. And John chapter 14, Jesus says, If I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again, will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. There are many exciting facets of Jesus' coming, and one of those is the reality that we will spend eternity with him. It also says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. So as I pull you into the conversation here, Brittany, I'm just thinking about, you know, those Old Testament prophets who didn't really understand everything, all the details anyway, about the first coming, and think about their excitement and their enthusiasm that there would be a Messiah who would come. And we're kind of very similar, because we don't understand all the details, but we also know that there's a Messiah who's going to return. Yes, and yeah, like you said, much like they were anticipating this return, and they didn't, you know, they had no idea what it would look like. So are we to anticipate his second coming? You know, I think about Matthew chapter 25. It's the parable of the 10 virgins about how, you know, God calls us to be ready and to be expectant for his return. In fact, if you don't mind, I'll just go ahead and read that passage, Matthew Mm -hmm. chapter 25. It says, then the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. 
Five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Here comes the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all of those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. And so this passage, what's being communicated is that we are to be ready and expectant for his return in the same way that those wise, you know, virgins were ready, where they were prepared, that they were ready for whenever the barbroom came. They didn't know when he was going to come. They just knew that they needed to be prepared. And so as believers, we don't just do life idly waiting not doing our best with what with the time that we've been given, living our life, you know, like much like the foolish to, to live that way would be living our life however we want. And not thinking about the consequences, saying, Oh, you know, I'll live how I want on Friday and Saturday night, but then I'll go to church and everything will be okay and it's just this flippant way of, of living our life. Rather we are to be like the wise virgins who were who were living in such a way that every single day, at every moment, living in a way that was expectant for Christ. And to be expectant for Christ is to be obedient and to live in a way that honors God, that when He comes, He can say, you know, well done, good and faithful servant. And so I think as, you know, much like um, in the Old Testament times, they were looking forward to His first coming. We look at His second coming with anticipation, but in a way that how am I, am I living am I living ready for Christ? If Christ were to come back today, would I be right before him? Right? That's the question we ask. Would, would I be right before him? And furthermore, could I stand knowing that I did the best that I could with what he gave me? And so, you know, that's in Christmas part of what we celebrate too is that he's coming again for his believers for his people and are we going to be ready for that moment Mm, yeah and i was just thinking about how we have been uh, given uh, a gift and just like uh, gifts that we receive as people today hopefully we're we're thankful sometimes we're very very thankful for those gifts and we want to live uh, in light of that reality and there's a couple other verses to bring in here one of them is the well-known john three sixteen: for god so loved the world mm-hmm. that he gave his only son uh, that's our gift that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life and so uh, jesus Amen. yeah jesus himself is is the gift and what he did is just such a phenomenal gift but then also in james chapter one where it says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights with whom there's no variation or shadow due to change. And so uh, mm-hmm. God is the greatest of all gift givers. And out of an abundance of, of thankfulness, we should live our lives in obedience to him, as, as you referenced there. Yeah, and, and the reason he hasn't returned, right, is because of his grace, because of his mercy and his love. He wants 
as many to come to know him as possible. And so, you know, we look at that as an act of grace and mercy on his half, you know, instead of coming and executing that judgment right now, but to see how many can be welcomed into the kingdom because they live expectantly like the wise virgins. Yeah. Somehow it just came to mind, actually, that I should have included with the last segment where we talked about kind of how we celebrate Christmas. But let's talk for a moment here, because we have just a few minutes left here, about Christmas gatherings. And I don't know if you have, uh, you know, especially family ones. Sometimes there can be, uh, you know, a little bit tense even. And um, Mm -hmm. do you have any good uh, ideas for how you can keep those types of gatherings centered on Christ and and maybe even evangelistic type uh, opportunities? Because we probably all get together with some family that don't know the Lord at Christmas time. Sure. Yeah. So half, you know, I mentioned I didn't grow up in a Christian home. So half of my family, they are not believers. And so when we all get together for Christmas, we maybe not all see it the exact same way. And so, you know, for, for me, you know, for our, our family, I mean, one of the, it, it kind of goes back to what I already mentioned. We do a birthday cake and we sing happy birthday to Jesus. That's a way to, um, an easy and really just fun way that's not intimidating for unbelievers to be able to worship Christ. You know, we also pray. And so whether you're a believer or not, when you're in my home, we're going to pray and we're going to give thanks to God. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, going back to just being that example of, of love to the people around us, regardless of the, maybe past conversations or how, how tense it might be or whatever that might look like, be an example of Christ's love. Maybe a, a good way to sum up here is just by having you kind of finish off with a reminder of why it is important that we do take this time, you know, even if it's not necessarily at the exact time when maybe Jesus was born, um, that we do take this time and we do celebrate Christmas. It's really easy to get caught up in the parties and the food and the presents and all the other good traditions, you know, that can be involved with Christmas. But when we make it about those things, we've essentially made an idol out of a holiday. And we know that our God is a jealous God out of just simple and pure love for us. And so our approach to Christmas as believers should be that it, the focus is, it's, you know, you see these on signs, Jesus is the reason for the season. Amen. And that is so true. And so when we celebrate Christmas, we do it with a heart of worship. We do it with a posture of God came to earth and sacrificed everything. He laid down his own life to pay our debt that we cannot pay on our own. And so looking at Christmas as the, as the start of that plan of redeeming humanity from our sin. And so we celebrate that God came to earth as a human, fully man, fully God to save us from our sins. And, you know, ultimately, I think that'll lessen the stress that sometimes comes around the season. You know, it can be pretty stressful, especially if you're, you know, trying to plan parties and buy gifts and, and all of that. That can be lessened when we have our focus correct. That's so true. Just continue. Because as we talked about, he's the Prince of Peace. And if we set our minds on him, we can have that perfect peace even in the midst of all the busyness. 
One other thing, actually, that I wanted to bring up here and that just came to mind is for those who this season is really difficult because they've lost a loved one this year, maybe the first Christmas without you know that loved one, I don't know if you have any kind of thoughts or insights for them to help them get through. Yeah, I think, you know, I lost a child a few years ago, and I remember that first Christmas thinking, I should have a child. You know, it, I should be pregnant with a child at this moment and being close to, to delivery and just feeling the sting of that loss because I knew that I had two children I could be celebrating this holiday with, um, and I didn't. And I remember thinking, like, there's, you know, I didn't feel like my family was complete in that moment, but just knowing that I my my hope is in Christ. And I feel the sting of death in this moment. But Christ is my hope, and I'm, you know, I'm going to continue to worship Him and focus on Him. And I think that's the tension that we can live in, that we can grieve, but we can also worship at the same time. But you don't have to choose one, that you can grieve and you can miss, but you can also be filled with joy and worship and and gratitude for the fact that we serve a God who is good and and perfect and beautiful. And so I would just encourage you, you don't have to choose one emotion. It's okay to grieve over the holiday, but it's also okay to be full of joy, that to, to experience this holiday in a beautiful and joyful way does not mean that you, you know, miss that person any less. It doesn't mean that you love them any less. It means that you are choosing life, which any loved person would want you to choose. They don't want you to walk through sad. They they want you know they want you to feel the abundance of this moment of, of worship and and glory to God. And so it's okay to experience both at the same time. And just know that in that moment you serve a perfect God who sees you, who hears you. And who loves you, and may your heart be turned to worship in that moment. Mm, that is a very nice way to conclude. Uh, thank you, Brittany, for your time. Thanks for your insights on Christmas. Yes, you too. Merry Christmas. All right, it's my guest, Brittany Rust. She again is a Bible teacher and author, and this is the Plum Line. And I do want to wish a very Merry Christmas to all of you in the listening family. Hope you have a very blessed Christmas. Hope you do get the opportunity to gather together with some family and to exalt the name of Jesus Christ this Christmas season. The Plum Line has been sponsored by Reasons for Hope. Check them out at r4h.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn delivered.
for the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.